particular place to go. Mike, you nailed it. Simpler, more innocent times, man. Yeah. Dude, it breaks my heart how many, almost everybody I know that has kids, these kids are hitting 15, 16. They don't want to drive. Our cousin next door is 21, still doesn't want to drive. No, I don't, Man, remember? Driving oh, around, man. no particular place to go. <laughs> I, I got to say, the greatest moment of our lives uh, for my friends and myself was when I bought that cherry red <laughs> 1987 Chrysler LeBaron convertible. That was the moment, dude, that we, we elevated. We, you know, we, we were now in a whole new realm of existence, man. We could just get in that car and cruise right under 10 miles per hour around all the neighborhoods. <laughs> just creeping along, smoking weed, crushing beers. Listening to tunes. With no particular place to go, man. <laughs> but we were no longer freezing at the park. You know, or wandering right. around on the bike. Right. We finally had the. We'd go to McDonald's and then go to the other Taco Bell down across the, you know, the city, and then you know, crisscross and go back again. Oh, dude, you'd drive all the way to like McDonald's, or you'd drive all the way to that Wendy's on Rand Road just to get like everybody would get like one ninety-nine cent double bacon cheeseburger or junior bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> Remember? That's right, man. Uh, the best place to go to was the Taco Bell with the one-armed man. Dude, somebody just brought that up to me the other day. The one-armed man. That guy's man, the most man. famous one-armed man ever <laughs> to live in Arlington Heights, I'll tell you that. <laughs> worked there for generations, man. I was Dude, he worked there forever, and nobody worked. Nobody was better at working that fucking counter than the one-armed man. Well, we're talking about the only Taco Bell in the neighborhood, so 1 o'clock in the morning... That line is stretching out onto the street. There's nowhere else for the stoners of Arlington Heights and Mount Prospect to get a, a meal, right? To get what they crave for that fourth meal, right? You're right. So uh, we're all there at the Taco Bell. It's either that or the McDonald's, but the McDonald's would fill up first, so you'd have to go settle for the Taco Bell. Uh, Taco Bell was always better. Always, yeah. You, you never really regretted the Taco Bell for some reason. Uh, you did, just not as much as that McDonald's. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It wasn't, wasn't as as bad of an experience. You could overdo it on the Taco Bell and still go to work the next day. Overdo That's it right. on the McDonald's, yeah. no, you're not getting nothing done. That's when you're in the back of the truck taking a shit on the pile of grass. <laughs> <laughs> highbrow, people. We're keeping it highbrow here. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I when we were listening to that tune there, classic. Uh, I was thinking about when we had uh, the convertible uh, and we had nothing really to do. This is before cell phones, and we were too poor any of us to have any of the modern good gaming console systems uh, of that time. Yeah. So, so it was it was basically we had to make do with being outside and paying for gas. But one of the greatest things we ever did was we purchased a giant pink elephant kite and drove around the high school flying the kite out the car <laughs> and uh, honking the horn at the football players, you know, and just kind of, uh, you know, making a scene, flying a kite. That, and that was, uh, we spent a good several hours just doing that. 
Amazing, wow, man. Simpler times, huh? Yeah, dude. Simpler times. <laughs> That's right. Think about, like, that was a prank back then. That was like kids goofing off, pranking around the high school, driving around, floating a pink elephant balloon. Gigantic kite. Yeah, man. Now these kids are, like, at Home Depot, blaring a horn in a grown man's ear <laughs> for YouTube likes, you know? Oh, that's what the new pranksters are up to these days? Yeah. I always wondered what the natural progression would be of the jackass and Tom Green's of our youth to now. You know, where would the pranks be? Or would they kind of somewhere, would they always exist in the realm of poop and fart jokes? No, now they're just stupid. Did you see that guy that guy, <laughs> he almost got killed? This is the fellow who almost got shot in the mall, correct? No, he did get shot. Or he did get fucking, shot. Oh, yes. He popped off two rounds into that motherfucker. <laughs> Good. Good. I don't know what he was doing. I, I, You know, when we were young fellas and you were doing a prank, it was obvious because one of the, one of the kids in the group had the camcorder in the hand. Yeah, but now it's just like you can't even tell, you know? Now you know the everybody's game. got the cell phone, right? <laughs> yeah. So now nobody wants to act a fool because we know we're always being filmed. So everybody's just packing heat, and the second someone fucks with them, they're just blasting themselves out of the situation. <laughs> That's, you know, I'm just getting out of here. <laughs> Careful where you are because that guy got arrested. Yeah, I think he is doing a little time. The man who shot the YouTuber or the I'm YouTuber? I'm pretty sure. No, yeah. You know, I mean, I think there's a time and the place for self-defense. You got the jackass kid doing some No, prank, dude, you got to watch the, Okay, you got to watch the video. So because what, this, what was he this doing? Ki- this kid is like 6'3". Okay. Right? Yeah. So he's like this giant guy and he's walking up and he's walking up to this guy who's like 5'7", right? And All he right. won't say anything. He's just getting closer to him and he's his phone keeps repeating like it's like don't touch my wiener or something. Stop looking at my wiener or something. Oh, okay. And yeah, I think the juvenile. guy was a foreigner. Okay. So I don't think he really, right. <laughs> like, he, like, already didn't, you know what I mean? And this giant guy is getting, and at one point, he's, like, literally, like, towering. He's looking down at him. Right. With this angry face. And that's when the guy pulls out, he, try, he tells him, get away from me. Stop. Get away from me. I don't know what's going on. Then he pulls out the gun, pops two in his fucking stomach, gets his food, and walks away. <laughs> wow. I don't know what it was his food, but he like grabbed his bag and just walked away. All right, uh, yeah. So big guy goes down. He's got two in the stomach. He lived though, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he survived. And uh, I'm sure he's probably still doing popular YouTube, you know, videos. I can only imagine. I mean, getting shot like that—that that almost makes you more popular. Yeah, I guess it does, which is terrible because it just should get all you people to stop. You know. I don't know. I guess this is just where we're at again. When remember Tom Green walking around with the microphone, the piece of poop on it, trying to interview people. <laughs> that was I a mean, thing. Poop on a microphone. That's. I mean, you could. I don't know. That's amazing. He didn't get shot for some of the things he did to people. And the yeah, the, that's true. The jackass guys did all sorts of weird stuff. Like, you know, I think there's the one dude. Okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on, though. Hold on, though. The difference was back then. You found out you were on this prank show, and it was like, okay, well, millions of people are going to see it. 
now you find out you're on this stupid kid's prank show and it's like four people on YouTube are going to see you. You know what I mean? You just pranked me for like, what, a hundred views? Yeah, I guess. I, I just remember one of the jackass guys like going into the Home Depot and pooping in the toilet. And that was the whole like skit. That was hilarious. Yeah. See? See what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it was an original back then. You know, nowadays you're, you're, right, you're, right. you're stick with the poop. Yeah. <laughs> the poop is really like the defining that's a prank, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. If there's, you know, fart or poop joke slash humor involved there, then, uh, you know, you're probably not going to get the gun pulled out on you. But if you're doing the hovering over foreign guy who doesn't speak English <laughs> and you're six four black <laughs> fellow. See, I would say, but I would say, oh, he was a white guy. Oh, Actually, I don't know what he was. Yeah, I don't know but, either. Uh, I, I... But the one thing that transcends all languages, all cultures, farts. Yes. Dude, you could be in the Middle East. You lay off. You lay out a good one. Your dudes will laugh. <laughs> I totally agree. That's how you diffuse <laughs> any serious situation. <laughs> nice loud fart. Just rip one, man. <laughs> Everybody will calm down. <laughs> It's funny in every language except Indian because that is a smell that nobody can laugh at. Oh, Oh, no, you had to go there every time, man. (laughs) Unbelievable. You can't let it go. It's crazy. They're crazy. Do something about your smell. Well, uh, speaking of popping one off and not letting things go, the the story that just keeps on giving, Mike, my God, it's back. We're here in another year. We got to talk about it. I know you love it. I love it. Let's do it. The news breaking late today, actor Alec Baldwin has been indicted by a grand jury. After the original charges against him were dismissed, he's now facing a new charge of involuntary manslaughter. So what changed? Here's Kana Whitworth tonight. This is a crime scene. Exactly one year after Alec Baldwin was initially charged in the Rust movie shooting and later saw the case dropped, tonight... The actor charged yet again with involuntary manslaughter. I was shot holding the gun, yeah. Okay. A New Mexico grand jury indicting the actor in the October 2021 death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Killed when the revolver Baldwin was rehearsing with fired a live bullet. Back in April, special prosecutors dropping initial charges against the actor after sources say the gun was determined to be mechanically improper. But nearly six months later, after receiving new analysis of that gun and expert testimony, prosecutors announcing they would seek to recharge him, saying additional facts have come to light that show Mr. Baldwin has. I mean, do we spend this much time and energy on the people getting shot in Chicago every day? Right. No, not at all, man. You know or what I'm saying? I mean, like now you're reanalyzing the gun. It's like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> we still don't know who dropped that. Baggy of cocaine in the White House a year ago. <laughs> oh, forget about that. Inconclusive, man. They're, they're saving that for the next tunnel under the <laughs> <a> synagogue. <laughs> oh, man. Shall we continue on this Alec Baldwin train? Yeah, this is incredible. I can't believe we're dedicating this many resources to this shooting. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. it. It's good stuff, man. In an interview with George Stephanopoulos weeks after the shooting, Baldwin adamant he did not pull the trigger. 
So you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone <laughs> and pull a trigger at them, never. Yes, Tonight, Baldwin's yes. lawyer saying in a statement... You deserve to go to jail just for that stupid fucking interview you did, you idiot. Honestly, man, like, oh, you made you made a mistake, just admit it. I'm, I'm not even a lawyer, just a guy that's broken the law a couple times, and I'm like, dude, don't do it. <laughs> I really do think if he had never done that interview, he probably we would not be talking about this now. But uh, you know, he he went out there. He's like, you I didn't, challenged them didn't to come. Pull it. You know what I mean? I shot a bitch. I challenge you to prove me guilty. You know, he shot two people with this gun in the same moment. One of them died. He's like, I didn't pull the trigger. Uh, I can't help it. I'm a good shot. I mean, uh. to our day in court. David, prosecutors plan to present two different theories to the jury. One, that Baldwin was reckless in how he handled the gun, or two, that he was negligent. The trial is expected to start sometime this year. All right. Can we let this go? This will be the last <laughs> time I cover it. It's just so funny. The memes write themselves. All right. Uh, you know it would be really funny, dude. This is, this, is, this is how you know SNL is not a, a comedy <laughs> show anymore. Because if I was running SNL, I would have Donald Trump come in and do oh. a skit on Alec Baldwin going to trial. Wow. And then have Alec Baldwin do a skit on Trump in trial. You know? Wow. See, so, yeah. They, that was genius. They're just, not, just, they're just not thinking outside the box, Mike. <laughs> Could you imagine? You have Trump play Alec Baldwin? It'd be hilarious. That'll be a good day when they bring Trump onto SNL. Maybe that's when the tide officially turns. You know, the pendulum has swung to the other side. Huh? Yeah, Lorne Lorne has to die. <laughs> that's right. It's not going to happen. Oh, man. Alec Baldwin going to jail, yay or nay? I hope so. He's not going to jail. Come on, man. This is... Uh, I don't think so. What's going on with Hunter Biden? I think there was Hunter Biden <laughs> stuff going on, and they're like... Up, Bring out Alec Baldwin. You think it's a distraction, huh? Yeah. I don't well, know what this one is. When I was listening to it and watching the clip, I was like, "What? what's going on out there? What are they trying to <laughs> pull on us, man? Like, we're talking Alec Baldwin again? Didn't we just do this? We, we again, just recycled the presidential DNA going to the moon. All right? So now we're, oh, you're right. you know, we're back to Alec Baldwin. They're just replaying the news stories from the previous years now. We're just reliving 2023. Round and round. Round and round. <laughs> round and round. Round and round. <laughs> just keep going round and round, man. Round and round. Uh, it, I just think that, you know, when I saw the Alec Baldwin. You know I really feel bad Hunter for doing? in this. Nancy Pelosi's husband. He's about to get hit in the head with a hammer. You're Again. right. We're, yeah. we're like a month away. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's right, dude. <laughs> Has anyone seen uh, that DePappy fella lately? Where's he been? <laughs> that Sam Bigman Freed is going to get arrested again? <laughs> this is how I know it's a simulation. We're in the Matrix, man. There's some sort of uh, replay. They're, they're doing a refresh to be fresh on us, right? Oh, yeah. Are you starting to fall for the uh, simulation theory? I'm getting a little more into it. Yeah, right. I like oh, it. Oh, dude, breaking news. I forgot to tell you. Did you hear what happened? Just I did now. not. No, I'm in the dark over here. I'm in the studio. Ah, oh, man, I uh, saw it during the break. Uh, the Santas dropping out. Hey, wow, that and that's huge. He's endorsed. He endorsed Trump. Dropped out. Endorsed Trump. 
I'm telling. I don't, oh, I don't think man. they realized how much they unified the other party by going after him so much. They went too far, man. Too far. And do you know what? I'll, I'll tell you. If Trump wants to make a, you know, some amends or mend the bridge, if you will, with those who still accuse him for siding with the evildoers in our society, like Fauci and company, and you know, kind of playing ball with Big Pharma, he could bring on DeSantis as the VP. I don't know, man. DeSantis killed it with those boots. You're right. I could never... <laughs> Why are you wearing the high heels, bro? I could Come never on. vote for a man with boots like that. <laughs> high heels and... Ah, dude. Be proud to be a 5'7". These boots were made for walking, DeSantis. <laughs> the boots. You're talking about... Which one now? Not the white boots, which was a major football... <clears throat> no, you're talking about his um cowboy boots that he seems to be really into. Like, he's a rancher, right? He's in the sh- and then his defense was like, no, they're just regular uh, Fagamagushis. You're, like, <laughs> you're like, dude, I don't even know what brand that is. You're trying to be cool by telling me this brand that I never even heard of. Like, dude, you're, you, no. Is that oh, a brand that man. makes high heels? Because that's what these look like, high oh, heels. I gotta come say, on. Mike, you need to come out here to the Rocky Mountain region. Check out the local focal up in the Aspen region there in the Roaring Fork. Uh, they fancy themselves the rancher type, and they are prone to wearing the DeSantis boots with the cowboy hat and, you know, the whole, the whole getup, man. (laughs) Especially, and and I'm talking about the rich people who probably can't even get their asses onto a horse. They like to dress like they're, you know, gonna saddle it up and, and corral, you know. The cattle of the the Wild West. <laughs> That's disgusting. Stop, stop, stop. I mean, do what you want when you're in that crowd, but you're supposed to try to appeal to, like, the everyday man, the working man, you know? Yeah, he actually, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but DeSantis needs to take a page out of the old Fetterman playbook. Strap on some Carhartt, my man. Put on, like, a, a working boot. A working boot. If you want to do boots, put on a working boot. You know, even a cowboy boot, because a lot of like, a lot of union guys wear cowboy boots, and you know, like they, the stupid operators, they say because it, it helps grip on the thing. You use the heel to, you know, whatever. I'll take it. You know, <laughs> I think you just want to be a couple inches taller, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, so DeSantis dropping out. That's huge. She's going to endorse the Trump. All right. Uh, so I think he's offering cabinet positions. Very nice. I mean, look, Vivek, Ron, they're dropping out. I think he realizes his big battle is Haley because she feels like she's on a mission from God for some reason. We're on a mission from God. She also <laughs> um, has the highest amount of Democratic donors paying into her fundraiser. Or whatever. Yeah, she is the establishment. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I think she has a lot of Democratic donors. I'm not kidding. Like it's very public, well known. She's, she, like CNN and MSNBC is paying for her to run essentially. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they are part of her campaign. That's <laughs> crazy, yeah. man. Uh, well, they're they're throwing everything they can at Trump. 
And it looks like it's to no avail now that Mr. Hoffman, top Democratic donor, gave $250,000 to Nikki Haley. Oh, the Democrats are all in. Wow. On Nikki Haley. That one county that she allegedly won by 1% in Iowa. By one vote. It was paid for by the Democratic Party completely. Like they had Democratic voters go in the moment of switch their party affiliation and then vote for Nikki Haley. That was why they didn't hold their primaries. Right. Well, that and because uh, fucking Biden's going to lose. You think he's going to, dude, he's going to lose New Hampshire. It's going to be even embarrassed. It's going to be more embarrassing now that you guys tried to do a write-in campaign. Oh, really? Is I'm kind of out of the loop, I guess, because when here in Colorado, when they're like, Trump's not even going to be on the ballot. I just realized, oh, it's Banana Republic. It doesn't even matter who I vote for anymore. <laughs> I got you now. This is WWE, just po- politicals, uh, political version, right? They got you you uh, got to give it to New Hampshire. They're, they picked they, the winner. The, Democrat, the National DNC, right, or the National Democrats, whatever, they, they said there's not going to be a primary. New Hampshire said, no, we're doing a primary. And so now they're afraid that it's going to look really bad when somebody else wins. Like uh, Dean Phillips? Where's my Dean yeah. Phillips fans out there? Hey, now. He's, he's so, our polive. <laughs> yeah, so now they're spending a whole bunch of money on a... They're trying to get people to write in Joe Biden. Wow. What if they accidentally write in Dark Brandon? <laughs> Where's Rachel? I heard they're also accepting no Trump. You could just write no Trump. Oh, yeah, and it just goes right to Biden. Biden. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or you can just write in uh, Sam Bankman Freed. Same thing. Or Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah. Sleeves. We need money. (laughs) Vote money. Vote for Vladimir. Give me sleeves. Yeah, dude. I think Vladimir now uh, owns more of Ukraine than the last time we did the show. I'm not kidding. (laughs) (laughs) They stopped completely talking about Ukraine. It means it's over. It's completely. It's totally over there. Was it ever a thing? I mean, dude, the more info coming out of there, it sounds like the war ended three weeks after it started, and it's just been a money laundering scheme. Yeah, you know, those images of the oligarchs in Ukraine getting caught in, the, in Poland with the suitcases of American dollars and euros? It's starting to make a lot of sense now why we kept sending uh, billions. And then all those videos... Where the cameraman is in front of the front line. I know, dude. How are you filming from in front of the front line? You know, they have mastered the green screen technology quite a bit. I give kudos to Disney+. Plus. They've really kind of <laughs> been at the forefront of doing the whole dome screen technology. It's pretty I obvious. Disney did this one. There was no lesbians fighting. No, well, I think um, if you look at all the newscasts, they just did some sort of dome green screen situation where none of these reporters were ever in Ukraine. You know, maybe Poland, maybe, but I, I think they were always in some sort of studio 
with some BS footage uh, playing behind them, but in real time, because we have that technology now, and, you know, you have a few things in the foreground, some real objects, maybe a police car and, you know, some charred rubble or something, you know what I'm saying? And you can make it seem like a war zone, but it's really just the actor portraying a reporter on the scenes there in Kiev, right? <laughs> yeah, what happened to Kiev? It went the way of Turkaye. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, Rabut. Or whatever the fuck that. Who? Barut. Bakhmut? Bakhmut? No. Oh, is that uh, the Indians? Oh, uh, yeah. No, we already forgot. I think we, <laughs> we ordered Indian food the other day. <laughs> Barat. Barat. Oh, yeah. That's right. Barat. No, the woke stuff had, had its apex. We're now on the downturn, and we're slowly witnessing the disintegration of these woke idealisms and concepts. Like, uh, I know it sounds bigot of me, but I loved the America where we were like, what do you call yourselves? No, nah, you're Indians. Shut up. And like, that was, uh, <laughs> that's the America I freaking love, man. You know, we've got to get back to that. Like, <laughs> what is this India? Fuck you. The British called you India. Now we're calling you we're India. Calling you Indians, and then, man. And then all you guys out there in the woods, you look like those Indians for some reason. I don't know. We're calling you Indians too, okay? We can't come up with a new word. You're just all Indians. You know what? Shut up. You're all Indians and they're the Washington Redskins. Shut your face. You know, that's kind of the uh, that's the American way here. <laughs> Football rules, baby. America. <laughs> What'd you say, Blacks? You're lucky we don't call you Indians. Oh, What's yeah. going on here? You're lucky we don't have a team named after this, you. <laughs> this close. This close to the Dodger you-know-what. <laughs> the Brooklyn you-know-what. When we were really kind of bent out of shape with the whole Redskin thing, I was proclaiming we just got to go all in on it and give us the Brooklyn Dagos. Oh, yeah, I'd be uh, the WAPs. Yeah, man. Chicago exactly. WAPs. Uh, the, well, the yeah. Chicago Pollocks. You know, Chicago has the, uh, the Pollocks. They have like the second highest population of Polish people in the world, second to Warsaw. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. trust me, I know. I've driven on these roads. There you go. Fucking morons. Exactly. <laughs> Bunch of pumpkin heads, man. And we can say it. It's in our, it's in our bloodline, man. <laughs> you live in Chicago long enough, you realize the people with the biggest heads are the dumbest population. I don't know how it goes. The Ukrainians, the Polacks, giant heads. It's all you see when you're looking at their fuck into their car from the back. Like, you just see a giant pumpkin head, and then the idiot <laughs> makes a right turn from the left lane. Like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, Biden is an Asians ab- too. Big heads with Asians. Oh, but they're smart. That's right, man. Well, uh, oh, Biden. There goes uh, my theory. Biden, no doubt, and the Democrats in a bad way. I think they're in a bind, honestly, and it's starting to seem like they're just uh, getting desperate with all the Trump stuff. Uh, let's see. I had a okay. I got two things on this level, but uh, my favorite. We we talk about it all the time. This one slipped under the radar over this uh, weekend. Uh, I know you love this topic, Mike. It's pizza every day. 
Give and forget. The Biden administration canceling nearly $5 billion in student debt today. 74,000 people will get some relief under the newly announced plan from the White House. Our Jay O'Brien has all the this. details up from the Hill there. All right, <laughs> let's talk about who qualifies for the debt. I'm not kidding. We're doing a refresh to be fresh. It, I mean, dude. Rewind, yeah, like, be kind. I think you got the news clips from last year. I'm playing what everything the? from... Yes, isn't this bizarre, man? Cancelate. But this is... This is an election year. Come on, man. Pizza every day. Do people still think you're getting this? This is a different group, man. So I looked into it. Allegedly, this last one we talked about, about six to eight months ago, I got to say it was about June, maybe July, that they unleashed the the last batch of forgiveness for student debtors. That was a certain group. I believe it was focused on minorities and people, low-income folk, whereas this is a different group of borrowers that uh, they're forgiving here. Mm. Exactly, and just how this is all going to work, Jay. <laughs> yeah, so it's about $5 billion. It, it qualifies, <laughs> there are about 74 thousand Americans that qualify for it. Really who they are, are people that have applied to existing income-driven programs within the Department of Education, and also people that have applied for public service waivers, like teachers or nurses or first responders. So they're all people that in some way or another fall into existing programs that the Department of Education has, that the Biden administration has essentially been supercharging. And that's because they can't do the $400 billion worth of student loan for forgiveness that they wanted to do, Kira, because remember, over the summer, the Supreme Court struck down the president's student loan forgiveness plan, saying that the administration overstepped its authority. So what the administration has been doing is try to use these existing programs to cancel or at least amend whatever debt they can. Oh, so we're going to overstep. <laughs> You're overstepping. <laughs> so you're going around the fucking Supreme Court? Yeah, man. Yeah, because, you know, we got to buy votes one way or another. And so far, our idea to flood the country with migrants is backfiring uh, with our voter base. And Texas plugged the hole. So now we got <laughs> we got to buy votes some other way, man. It's like pizza every day. Come on. We got Taco Tuesday and Thursday. So we're going to take our opponent off the ballot. Oh, yeah. Then we're going to go against the Supreme Court and just buy the votes anyways. That's right. All to save democracy. <laughs> to save this country, Frank. I mean, I got to give it to these Democrats. The sacrifices they're making to save our republic. Mm. Jesus Christ. You have to do dramatic things when democracy hangs in the balance. Yeah, I can see that. One of those is get rid of the Supreme Court and eliminate your opponents from the ballot. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Actually, that's... now that I think about it, Putin's doing a good job of Preserving democracy, according, according to the left. <laughs> this is crazy. So, and you notice the groups that they're targeting here, teachers, right? They love their teachers. Got to buy those teacher votes, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the first responders, EMTs, the, uh, the cops, right? They're trying to buy back the cops. Yeah? Well, no, so they can tell you when you say you don't like, Frank, you don't, you don't support first responders? Oh, right. You don't think no. we should help out? Oh, Cops? Well, well, maybe, yeah. Nurses? Oh, well, you put it that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's right, man. So stupid. Yeah, it's really dumb. It's pretty infuriating. What message isn't being properly conveyed here is that 
most people didn't take out student loans. And they did it because they couldn't afford it, or they themselves are immigrants, legal ones, you know, uh, the, the other type of immigrants that we used to have in this country. Uh, people who just didn't go to college, who didn't take out these loans, who don't owe 100000 to the government. Um, we don't want to have to fork up the bill through our taxes to relieve people who went uh, you know, to a four-year university there in Alabama to party their lives away and uh, study communications, all right? Dude, it's and, just... and, and for a guy like me, man, you got to really think about it. I'm not trying to, like, I, I just got to tell my story here, man. I, I went into the Army. When I came out of the Army, I was 23. All these guys that I had gone to high school with, they were graduating with, like, c- computer science degrees. You know what I mean? And just laughing about how they're getting, like, $90,000 jobs and shit. Oh, yeah. Right? They're getting all these jobs. They're making what well, this guy's. This guy's making one hundred and fifty thousand, <laughs> and everybody was making so much money, right? And then me, I went on a different path of like working, and you know what I mean. And now I've been working my ass off all this time. I still have no debt, and I'm fine. And now I'm making good money. And you want to tax me to pay for those guys who now they blew all that money that they made, and they didn't pay off their loans when the times were good. Now I'm supposed to pay off their loans. Yeah, because you have all this extra money. You're an elitist. You're part and, of a yeah, And their bubble <laughs> popped. Now all of their jobs are overseas, and they have no money for the loans. They spent all their money on their stupid life. They were having great times. Everybody was having great times. New cars, apartments. Everything was great for the guy who had the computer science degree. Not, you didn't pay off your fucking loan? <laughs> now it's my fault? Yeah, well, Mike, they had to take those epic selfies when they were on that trip to Costa Rica, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. how many trips to Costa Rica did I go on? <laughs> exactly. <None. laughs> right? Yeah, well. I don't know. That's why it's impossible for me to feel bad for you guys. It's all you people that were bragging about how, you know, and even the people while they were in school bragging about how much money they're going to make when they get out, you know? Well, it didn't work. I don't know. We came up during a time where. The idea was sold to everyone. You got to go to college. Doesn't matter the cost. You'll pay it off eventually because you'll get that sweet gig where you're a coder, right? You're doing the programming. Oh, remember, Frank, if you are not a college educated, if you didn't graduate college, you're going to make $3 million less than your, counter, than your peers who did go to college. You may never that even retire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. You were right. And... Unfortunately, I don't know. I, I've I've thrown this out there a lot. Like maybe not forgive the debt, but what about uh, some element of you could join the military if you're of age, and we'll do some element of forgiveness with the student loan debt there. You could repay it to the country. Yeah, it's already there. That that is already in pro in in there. Right. It's already or, in place. Or how about, uh, you know, we really need plumbers, electricians, and the like, uh, so uh, you will be able to repay your debt by doing this apprenticeship. Oh, yeah. Nah, I don't like that. Deep silence means hard no. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking that actually I might be okay with I might be okay with you coming to the union 
you know, and you pass the apprenticeship, now your journeyman plumber will help you pay off your loan. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. That's something that I would I might be okay with. Just whatever, like you man. join the military, they're gonna help you pay off your loans. Yeah, man. Through the GI Bill. I, it just it's a whole it's a whole idea of a sacrifice. You can't just take out this loans, fuck around, do this, do that, and then now right. we're gonna pay it off. That's what I try to tell people. The biggest problem we have is we are a generation of no consequences. We are the generation that grew up in school, you could fail every class and they would keep pushing you along. Like we literally have never had to just, you know, learn from our mistakes and grow, you know? It's hard to tell people who have these debts, those that don't have these debts, who didn't go to the four-year university, who took different pathways, knowingly because they didn't want to be in debt later in life, uh, we don't feel sorry for you. And we, our path was so much harder. <laughs> we don't want the government to pass bullshit laws that forgive your debt or your loan. That's not fair to everybody else who, who chose a different path. The choice was made. The choice was yours. You went all in. Was it a great time, those four years, that communications degree? I bet it was. <laughs> you partied hardy, my man. Good times had by all. But you know what? You got to pay the piper. Everybody does. Yes. Everybody does. We all pay one way or another, man. It's just like that South yeah, Park. Yeah, right. We, paid, yeah. <laughs> we all pay for our kisses, man. <laughs> we paid in time. You know, it took me a long time to get up to the salaries you guys were bragging about. Just but like, I didn't have you know, the debt. Again, this yeah. is a melting pot of a country, and a lot of people here have recently immigrated here or have come here, like I said, legally and are paying into the system, they <clears throat> have they don't need to pay for your student loan debt. That's unfair. They're working hard on their own to make ends meet on their own way. This is similar to, by the way, to everybody who says piss off to the group who wants uh, everybody here to pay for reparations. No thanks. It's not my bill to fork up. All yeah. right? My yeah, family my family wasn't here when that was going on. We didn't come here until the 70s, my man, so back off. I'm not paying shit. So I don't want to pay your reparations. I don't want to pay your student college loans. I, you know, pay your own crap. We all have to go through this life on our own. No handouts, man. That's just how it's supposed to be. You know, you want equality, equity, no handouts. That's fair. Yes. Nobody yes. gets a handout. That's what makes it fair. Yes. Dishing out freebies to one group over the other, well, now you've tilted the scale. All right? You're favoring one group over the other. Now it's not fair. And sounds a little racist. <laughs> I'm a certified bigot. I thought we already covered this. Did we not? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, man. That, you can't... And how come everything... Everything in the fucking world, dude. I cannot buy a pair of sneakers without hearing about how this company and their sales disproportionately affect black and brown communities. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? But the one thing that doesn't affect black and brown communities in a negative way, relieving student loan debt? Right. I think that's going to a lot of rich white people that don't need it.
good call, my man. And, you know, when it comes to tilting the scale and putting in these programs to help one group over the other, uh, I usually think of one person and uh, one person only. I'm trying to find it here. Where is this? Uh, I may not have saved it now that I think about it. Uh, I was looking for... uh... Oh, there it is. Uh, When I think of privilege... (laughs) <laughs> and someone getting a free ride to an elite lifestyle, I think of Joy Reid all the time. <laughs> I truly do. She's one of the most racist people I've ever known in my entire life. Uh, and she had on her show the other day a woman from Moms of Liberty or Moms for Liberty. Mike, are you familiar with this group? I think they're out of Florida, and they're really big on banning books. The only reason I know about them is because I had to look them up because mom, mom, like last year just wouldn't stop talking about this group in Florida that's banning books. <laughs> and we're against banning books from oh, no! the Democratic Party, you know? And I was just like, and I had to find, like, I was like, who the, f-? and then finally, after like looking at enough MSNBC report, I that's realized right. it was Moms for Liberty. And the books they were banning are. Pretty much books that describe anal sex between an old man and a young young boy. Alleged. <laughs> incestual anal sex. Like, that is literally what this book is. And that's what our mom wants kids in first to third grade to read. <laughs> books about incestual anal sex. You're being kind, sir. It's actually um, incest rape. Uh, the older gentleman rapes a child. Well, I think, I think incest is always rape. Never. Um, not rape. Okay. Frank's a pedophile. Just admitted it here. <laughs> I'm part of Nambla. Are you familiar with the Nambla there? It's the man love for the boys group. <laughs> it's man love for boys. <laughs> I'm not gay, though. I'm just a man who likes to have sex with other men. <laughs> I thought the rape was inferred. <laughs> I don't know, dude. You know, incest really is incest rape always. Like, what if you have mutual like cousin loving going on there? I guess, and it's incestual, but you know, yeah, you're right. Well, this this book is about a guy who was (laughs) raped by a fucking by his dad or somebody when he was a kid. We're splitting hairs. Led him down this fucking path of gayness, and he explains, dude, it's it's too graphic. It's too graphic. It's so graphic. I I can't even talk about it in front of my grandma, and I'm 36. It's disgusting stuff. And I sent the clip to you. Uh, It's a long one. I trimmed it down quite a bit to just get the meat on this bone here. But if you're interested, uh, I encourage everyone to go check it out. It's it's on the MSNBC website. They're very proud of the segment. They believe in their minds there that Joy Reid really gave it to this woman from. Oh, they're on the right side of history, Frank. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're against the book ban. I hope I, I hope I am able to still get the point across here. Um, there's almost moments where you can sense Joy Reid is realizing she's defending something that is inherently, at its core, abhorrent and disgusting, and she's yeah. she's like struggling now to really truly defend it it's interesting to watch this unfold because because again these moms are not saying 
nobody could read this book about a man raping a child and turning the child gay. <laughs> right. We just don't want first, second, and third graders reading a book about a grown man raping a child and turning him gay. Can we? Like, can, I, can we just leave? Can, can we? Can we save it for fourth grade? I mean, what the fuck are we doing here? Can Can the third graders just stick to the boxcar children? Just for like. <laughs> Fourth grade, you could do the anal rape stuff, but third grade, we do the boxcar children and the Berenstein Bears, please. All I'm asking is master fractions. Get them to add and subtract fractions, and then we can move on to anal rape by a grown man. Like, can, can we just do fractions first? Can the kids know how to write in cursive before they know how to wield a dildo? Is it possible that we could prioritize our learning structure here? <laughs> I mean, they're talking about 56 gender. The kid can't even count to 56. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> but how many two spirits are you, my young fellow? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It's an insane world we're living in. It's right. an insane world we're living in. This lady is on MSNBC just getting we destroyed do because she doesn't want young like literally little babies let's, reading about anal sex. Let's hear yeah. it out. And um, this is unreal stuff. Uh, I, I'm thoroughly a fan of this. Is it a long clip? Because I got to take a piss. Well, we're almost out of the, the show. The question here, I'm so. asking is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what is the expertise that you have and other Moms for Liberty advocates have to decide that a book, an award-winning book like All Boys Aren't Blue isn't oh. appropriate for students to read? What, what is a, your expertise? What a tragic story of a young man who's anally raped by his adult family member. So you have incest, <laughs> rape, pedophilia. Joy, you said you'd let me answer, so sure. I'm gonna answer Please for do. you. Please um, do. In what context is a strap-on dildo acceptable for public school? Just let, I mean, that's my question mm -hmm. to you. Tell me what the context around the strap-on dildo or the rape of a minor child by a teacher. Hold on a second. No, 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 no. no wait, We're hold talking on. about no, no, public no. school. One, one moment. All right. So now you've asked me questions. Sure. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer it. That's the longest amount of time Joy Reid lets that woman speak from the rest it's of this clip. Insane. I assure you, Joy Reid will badger this woman from here on out. Well, who is the main character? What's the name of the main character in All Boys Are Blue? You're asking me right now. You just gave me very specific information about this book, so you're presenting yourself as somebody expert. It's the gentleman. To, um, hold on. The main, to, who's the main character? The, in the, book? the main character is the author. Who's the, what's his name? George, I believe, is his first because name. Because you're giving me very specific information that is. You're asking me to remember the name of an his author. Name is his name is George. Very specific name. Joy. Here's my We're question. About Here's my question. You didn't answer my no, question. No, no, no. I'm going to. I'm going to answer. Great. Your question. I would love to hear that. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> I, I'm interviewing you. You're not interviewing me. So let's just make sure it's a conversation. Okay. Okay. Great. So. What I'm saying to you is that as you are not an expert in this book, I don't have to hold be an expert in the dildos aren't one appropriate moment, for public school. I mean, this come on, let's book get real. Is a full context story. So again, we're talking about incest, rape, and pedophilia. And Boy, each parent, each parent has to decide what is appropriate for their child to read. So I want you to answer. I'm going to ask so you one more a, time. Right. What is your right to tell a parent? who wants their child, who might feel seen by this story. Why oh don't they gosh. have the right? Why don't they have the right as a parent to say, my child can have access to this book? If a child feels seen by this story, that means that they have been uh, the victim of a predator. That yes. means that they have yes. been raped by a family member. They, yes. they, they've experienced um, And your proof of that is what? You just said, what's <laughs> your child feeling <laughs> seen by this story? You're now making a Hey, Joy Reid, Joy Reid, we call that check 
mate. <laughs> Excuse me? Yes, man. Wow. Yeah. What, you're tr- you kids should read this book for the shared experiences of being raped? Yeah. <laughs> That's dude, right. come on, man. Come on, dude. Something we can all relate to as young people. Right? Oh, the anal rape. Yes. <laughs> the pedophilia, the raping. Plus, it looks really bad because the story is, a, is about a young black man. So it does kind of tap into something that is, it is, there are things that are happening more in certain communities. You know? All right, yeah, I, I don't know enough about it. Proportionally. I just find this stuff shocking. It's wasn't, this wasn't available to, to us when we were young people, you know, when we were little kids. Oh, dude, it's, it's what I can't get through to my parents. They're not trying to, nobody, nobody is banning Catcher in the Rye. You know exactly. I mean? We have come so far from Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> We're, We're talking about anal rape, incestual anal rape. What is it like doing that, there? What, why is this in a school? And why do kids under third grade need to read about it? <laughs> I know. That's what I don't get. It's not even a ban for all students. It's just let's put an age limit on it. Just like there's an age limit on Playboy, right? Yeah, and uh, Sports Illustrated, except the Sports Illustrated's gone now. Did you see this? Well, yeah, obviously. Come on. They, they put ended- a tranny on the swimsuit edition. They ended Sports Illustrated, like, overnight. They pulled the funding. <laughs> Did they really? Good. Yeah, it's like, Good. it's done. They, like, can't pay their editors. Good. You guys deserve it. You get what you, you, get what you deserve. You put the tranny shit, you put the fat bitch on. Like, yeah, wants right, to see dude. That. Yeah, they. I was thinking about it today. Like, did they do the whole, uh, this is a man, but it, it's a man in the bikini, and this is what you get for the swimsuit this year? Dude, I didn't know that that was the same guy. Remember, you were the one that told me Kim Petras was a dude? Yes, this is the fella who did the whole thing with uh, the satanic music video with. What's his name? Uh, uh, Sam. Sam Smith, right? Sam Smith. Yeah, they won the Academy, or they won the award, the Grammy. It was a big deal, I think. The fact that uh, Kim Petras is a lady fella winning an award for being a lady. They put her on the fucking cover of the Simsuit edition. Really? Yes, yeah, I got it right here. Kim Petras, second <clears throat> trans model. So it wasn't even the first trans. It was the second trans model to be on the swimsuit cover. Wow. I mean, they're putting dudes on the swimsuit cover, man. Of course you guys are going out of business. I know. Swimsuit was the only thing keeping Sports Illustrated, you know, afloat or relevant. And the last three years, they had a dude instead of a chick be on the cover. Uh, No wonder they are. I thought no that was more. like the agreement, like, you know, 11 months out of the year, it's some giant hulking professional athlete. You, right. But then I get that cover of the swimsuit, you know? And you're not being sexist. You are also talking about like uh, Kareen Williams, Vanessa Williams. What is oh, Vanessa <laughs> yeah, Williams is the Vanessa. most hulking man they ever had on the cover. <laughs> what was the first name I came up with? Kareem Williams? Kareem, <laughs> yeah, well, that was a little racist. Serena. You were looking for Serena. Karima. Serena. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, remember the ones that their dad was so shitty 
Even in the afterlife, he made Will Smith smack Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Could we forget the slap heard around the world? So, dude, I read an article actually about how that movie, King James, what was the, it was the movie he did that he won the award for, Will Smith, that is. Um, the movie was about the, the Williams sisters' father. That's why he slapped, he was still in character. Yes, he was still in character. And so, I apparently, that movie was the first major film from Will and his wife's um, shared company. They were starting their own production company, like a Hollywood production film. And so that was the first major flick, and it won an award, and it was a huge deal. But allegedly, the slap completely destroyed the company, and now like they they were doing all these other like shows, and everything has been canceled, and uh, Will Smith like ruined... Ruined everything for the Smith family by doing the slap. Good. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I'm I'm glad. Good. It was the end of the Smith dynasty, man. Uh, they, you know, I, I guess the podcast that uh, what's Will Jada Pinkett Smith? She had that podcast on Facebook, which is where she was spilling a lot of the juicy deets about their weird relationship and how she was banging other dudes and what have you. <laughs> the, the, the son's friend. The son's friend, that's right. Uh, that show's canceled because, uh, I guess now, Facebook's whole media empire concept has been canceled as well. So everything that the the Smith family went all in on with their production company has uh, just disintegrated in the last year. Well, could happen to a worse piece of shit. You know? Yeah, Jada Pinkett is not the greatest not the person. Worst. And Will Smith, dude, what the fuck happened? It's rough, Come on. rough dude. I, he's in a tough spot, though. I mean, can you imagine being married to that woman? It, the fact that she would make him play Tupac's music so she could get off having sex with him is pretty bizarre stuff. I mean, and to is that talk, for real? Yes, that's what she would talk about on her podcast or whatever. What did she fuck Tupac? She was with Tupac for like a long time, I think, before he no. died. Yeah. What? No way. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, man. No way. Yes, it was her with Tupac, and then he died, and then she met Will when he was doing his big Willie style, you know, and he was Will was like the biggest entertainer in the world, so she just jumped onto that bandwagon. Fuck. Yeah. Frank, they were. They were just. Close friends. Shared a deep <laughs> bond up until his death in nineteen ninety. Well, alleged, dude, allegedly, she said on her show that she when she would make love with Will, she would have to have you know Tupac playing oh, on the speakers oh. in order to like feel it to really you know, get to get oh, in the mood, that's dude. Terrible. So we were just friends. We never fucked, but in order for me to come, I have to listen to him rap. <laughs> <laughs> Diabolical man. No way. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of there's a whole Reddit article. Was Tupac's yeah. real height? Five seven. Oh! Motherfucker. You know why she can't come without his music? She got that five seven seven, baby. Oh, once you get that five seven seven. Oh my god, man. Five seven, get out of here. There's no way. This is crazy, man. We gotta get a list going. Oh wow. That's no. right, man. You get that five seven seven. Even Will Smith can't do nothing, you know. Wow, yeah, because Will Smith, he's got to be like six three. He is. He doesn't stand yeah, a chance. He's just six three four. I know <laughs> six three four when I see one, you know. <laughs>
Oh, the five seven seven strikes again. <laughs> all the greats, all the greats are the five seven seven man. Wow. No, I guess, okay. Apparently, his mug shots show five eleven, but uh, there's a lot of speculation that he was actually five seven, uh, based on like photos of like really. Yeah. It's nice that there's speculation that people are like, no, I know a 577 energy when I see one, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to start a whole Reddit thread on this. Dude, because there's like pictures with him next to like Snoop Dogg. He could like suck his dick. And the dick <laughs> is like in his face. It's like Muggsy Bogues next to jo- Michael Jordan. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's an old school comparison there. It's very old. But we're talking to You could have said Muggsy Bogues and... Anybody in the NBA. I like Michael yeah. Jordan, right? <laughs> but he actually kind of looks small out there at times. Yeah, you know. Remember like when Patrick Ewing, like, that guy was fucking. Speaking of Jordan, dude, his son is dating Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. Yeah, I know. What is wrong with these people? It's so it's gross, so dude. Weird. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs>